I want to say welcome again. I'm glad you guys have come. Uh, if you were here last week, then you kind of have an idea of, uh, of kind of how this morning's going to go, maybe, maybe a little bit anyway. Um, if you are a visitor and this is your first time with us, uh, this morning is uh, quite honestly nothing like what we normally do. So if you're coming and you're wanting to get a, a typical Sunday for us, this is not it. Uh, and it won't be it next week or, or really for the next couple of weeks until we kind of uh, get rolling further into 2020. And that's because we are uh, kicking this decade off, this year off, with uh, this idea of what it means to be all in for 2020. What does it look like for us to uh, put everything in and say, this is, this is what I'm, I'm, I'm betting my life on, and not hedge our bets where we say, well, I've got some of it over here and some of it over here and some over here and kind of spreading out my risk. I just want to make sure I got everything covered and, 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 and I want to be able to have everything that I want here and on this earth and right now, plus everything that I'm supposed to want for uh, the rest of uh, eternity. And I, and I try to hedge on which one of those things I pursue and, and what I do. And we're trying to say, no, 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 we're not going to do that anymore. Uh, we want to be all in. And so what we're doing is we are laying out for you what it looks like to be all in here at Providence. Now, last week, what that looked like is we were talking about front porch communities and discipleship groups. Our version uh, in, in the way that we kind of do those in different pieces is, is kind of what small groups would, would consist of at, at other churches or maybe even Sunday school at other churches. Uh, but it's built around the idea of community. It's built around the idea of knowing others and others knowing you because we feel like that's what the New Testament teaches as far as how discipleship happens. It happens in community. That's what last week was about. And this week we're going to talk about uh, a different aspect of what it looks like to be all in. And frankly, uh, not that it pertains to any of us in here, but instead how it pertains to uh, those that are out there and those that are in the classroom in the back. We'll be talking about Providence Kids this morning. Um, what, we, what we read last week was from Mark chapter 10. We talked about the rich young ruler that came to Jesus and said, hey, I've done everything that, that, that I've been told I need to do. What else do I need to do for eternal life? And Jesus says, go sell everything. Not that selling everything would, would get him into heaven, but selling everything would be representative of what it is that's keeping him from being all in. And what we saw was what was one of the saddest verses in all of Scripture where the rich young ruler walked away from that meeting, that encounter with Jesus, and he walked away sad, sorrowful. He walked away and he, he, he knew that he couldn't go there. Now, I love to think that somewhere down the line that, 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 that those words and that encounter with Jesus just, just kept going on and on and on in his head and then he walked away and, and eventually he said, you know what, I can't shake this, all this other stuff is not worth it and that he did sell everything and would come to follow Jesus. But there's no record of that in Scripture. There's no indication that that happened in scripture. And what we want to do right now in this series is we want to make sure that at the end of 2020, you don't walk away sorrowful for you had too many things that you could give up. For you had too many things that kept you from going all in like this rich young ruler did. And the funny thing is the passage just before that in Mark chapter 10, right before the rich young man is uh, uh, Mark chapter 10. And it's Jesus's interaction with his 
disciples, and it's one that kind of caught them off guard. And he says they were bringing children to him that he might touch them, and the disciples rebuked them. Kids weren't supposed to be around a rabbi like that. That guy had too much honor. Jesus had too much uh, authority. The kids don't need to be around. Kids were were meant to be uh, seen, not heard. And Jesus said, uh, when Jesus saw it, he was indignant, and he said to them, Let the children come to me. Do not hinder them. For to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And he took them in his arms and blessed them, laying his hands on them. So Jessica, if you want to come on up, Jessica's going to teach us a little bit this morning. uh, And she's going to lay out some things for us. You may have seen the logo on the wall on your way in this morning. If you're observant a little bit or if you're oblivious, you may be like, what logo are you talking about? I have no idea what's on the wall out there. Um... Uh, we have we've changed our logo. We've, we've got a new logo for Prov Kids, but that's not just done because we just wanted to do something cutesy that was a little bit different. There's a lot of meaning behind it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn this over to Jessica, and she's going to lead us for, for a little bit. She's going to talk to us a little bit about Providence Kids. She has been the director of Providence Kids for a couple of years, something like that. Uh, and uh, between her and Ben have and the leadership team have put in uh, yeoman's work to, to transition into a new building, to transition into new spaces, to uh, lead a, a team of volunteers that, that, that show up and, and teach and love on the kids, and uh, a team which, by the way, you're going to hear several times this morning, needs more people, um, but she's done uh, all kinds of, of work and has led uh, so well, and so she's going she's gonna to lead you guys a little bit this morning in the sense that she's going to talk about Providence Kids and, and what it looks like to, to care for those kids and to not hinder those, those children from coming. So I'll turn that over to her. Okay, so most of y'all know um, I teach and I work with elementary educators and I work with elementary students. So I'm going to do my very best to stand up here and act like an actual grown-up because usually my audience is small people. So um, one of the things that we have done We've kind of rebranded a little bit, um, and we're working with a visual that is super exciting for the children. As soon as I came in this morning, um, Spencer found me and said, hey, what are all those gumballs for? And that one over there on the wall, are they edible? said, no, please don't eat those. Don't chew them at all. So y'all get ready to just really feel the impact that childhood isn't forever. So this first jar, there's a gumball in here. There are 936, and it represents, the, I think, the Sundays. Is that right? Sundays? The weeks from birth to graduation. I know, right? And they fit in there. Okay, now we've got this one, and it's 676, y'all, and that's kindergarten to graduation. I know. I hear you. I know. This is where my baby is. Okay, then this is middle school to graduation. It's not even mostly full. So obviously I teach math and, you know, we're not even halfway there. So if you work with middle school kids here or in the school system, holy moly, your job has so much power. High school to graduation? I know, y'all mamas, I'm sorry. It's 208, by the way. Driver's license to graduation. There are 100 in here. 
a hundred weeks. Ooh. Okay, so the idea of this is that, obviously it's a great visual for children and they're excited about that, but also um, you can go at that alone or we can do it together. We can partner together and choose some, you know, some pretty strong gumballs together. We've got a slide up here um, of the gum wall in Seattle. Y'all can click on that. Okay, so we went, obviously Hadley was really excited, I don't know. Uh, we went to Seattle last, so not this past December, but the December before um, for a math conference. And you had to go all the way to Seattle to like get a bunch of math teachers together. But after that, we walked around and saw the sites. And behind there, so this is like their famous gum wall, which is incredibly disgusting. I know, it's gross. You go and you buy some gum and then you chew it. And we waited until the flavor ran out and then we stuck it on the wall. Look at that. And so at the beginning of that video, Hadley was sticking her gum to the wall. And I know, I see some of your faces. I had this moment of like, okay, this is an iconic moment and my child needs to put this gum on the wall. But also, where's the hand sanitizer? Because this is disgusting. But if you look at all of that, and you look at all of that chewed, that's kind of gross gum, but I mean, do you want to go through 936 gumballs alone? Or do you want to partner with us and get your kids back there? Um, and sometimes a piece of gumball, you know, we chew it, and it's really great for just a couple of minutes. And also, when I chew gum, it's really weird. It grows in my mouth first. Maybe y'all don't have that problem, and then it gets normal size. Doesn't it, Ben? It's really disgusting. But sometimes when you start to chew a piece of gum, the flavor goes really quickly or sometimes it lasts a really long time and it's an eternal piece. Can you show the slide of Hadley getting baptized? So that's Ben, um, and this was last summer. I'll try not to get worked up, I won't look at it. So we were chewing that piece of gum <laughs> with everybody. I know Melissa prayed for us so much for over a year. Y'all just give me a minute. So sorry. So that um, she started asking a year before to get baptized, but really had, bless you, bud. I love him. Um, had, so this is me, sorry. This is how I teach children too. It's an experience, right, ladies, that have been with me? Okay, so um, we were chewing this piece for a solid year. She wanted to be baptized. She understood what it was, but she didn't really have the heart meaning of that. And it took a solid year from baptism one summer to baptism the next for her to be ready. I could not have chewed that piece of gum alone. I couldn't because what I was doing wasn't working. Um, but her being with the kids, that made a difference. Because back there, y'all, it isn't, as Tony likes to say, it isn't coloring in goldfish. Um, little bodies ask really big questions. Um, the carols are back there. Canaan one Sunday said, Miss Jessica, if Jesus is perfect, but I do less than perfect things, how does he stay perfect? 
Um, so we went down that road. Just last week, Isaac said, um, what was it he said about love? How, if something along the effect of we're learning about the fruit of the Spirit right now, and last week's component was love, but his question was, if my brothers treat me like this, can they still love? Once we had a lesson about Jesus healing someone, you know, and they brought him to Jesus, and another question was, if Jesus is all-powerful, why did they have to bring him? Y'all, I got, I got some education degrees, and sometimes I just am like, give me a second, friend. Let me see what I can find out. Um, because these are big questions from little bodies, and we would love, absolutely love, to chew this gum with you and come along beside of you and make those pieces last for a really long time. This is a precious, precious part of who Hadley is now. Okay, let me see some more notes I have. So I told you that our curriculum, we just started it. It's on the fruit of the spirit, so it's eight weeks. We're on week two of the unit covering one component of the fruit of the spirit. Or Tony told me that Isaiah calls it the fruit of God. We just one week in, y'all, we'll get it. I promise, we'll get it. Okay, so I did also want to talk about some things coming up. If you would like to help, but maybe you don't necessarily feel comfortable teaching the children, especially since I told you they just asked really big, hard questions, um, on February the 2nd, we're going to have our Super Bowl Sunday back there. And so, look, you're excited. You can come. Um, if you would like to help or buy things or don donate things or just be able to serve the kids snacks or any of those things, please see me. We will gladly plug you in. And we also really, really, really need a K-2 teacher. And I think this is maybe the second or third week that we have said that. So right now, if you feel like a lump in your throat, maybe that's you. Because um, we really need some help. Ben and I teach two to three Sundays a week, or a month, not a week. There, that doesn't happen. That's not good math. Um, two to three Sundays a month. And so if we travel anywhere, or if one of us is sick, we don't sit in a service the whole month. Um, so we have definitely felt the strain of that. Also, if you're interested in teaching with us, or you teach already, so Saturday, so I can't get my days right, Sunday, January 26th, we're going to have a lunch here and then go over just some of the new things for being in the new building and talk about curriculum. And so if you're interested in helping, man, that would be a great time to show up. Um, and also, just lastly, so obviously I'm up here talking to you, but this is not anything that I do alone. Our, our church has more children than almost anywhere I have ever been outside of school. Um, so we have a, a pretty big team. If you help out with the kids in any way, would you stand up? We'd like to recognize you. These are my people, y'all.
and you know, obviously the ones are already in the back. So if you see them, you know, later today, just be gracious and, and thank them as well. So the, the gumballs, as Jessica talked about, are, and the gumball that, that goes there with that logo that you'll see every single Sunday morning when you walk in here. Uh, and and we'll, we'll leave these up here for, for another week or two for you to look at and kind of feel the weight of those. Uh, if you could keep your kids away from those, that'd be great. Um, as we, as we, when, when, once we wrap up this morning, we've still got a few more songs to sing, and I've I got a few more things to say here. Uh, we'll also have some gumballs that'll be outside for you guys so that uh, you can take one uh, with you. That way, uh, and this was Jessica's way too smart way to say this, something for you to chew on as you leave. Um, my hope is that as you, as you take one of those gumballs, as you uh, chew a, a gumball, you, you realize how strong the flavor is just for a moment and how quickly that flavor goes away. It's just the nature of gumballs. Uh, such, is the, such is the days we are given. And that's true for, for any of us. For our children, for each of us. In Psalm, uh, Psalm chapter 90, uh, Moses, Moses writes and, and he says that um, we should teach. Uh, he, his prayer is, is to God. And he says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And I wonder if, if maybe the next time you see a gumball when you're out at the store or when you look in your kid's Halloween candy or something like that, uh, perhaps it will remind you of days that are passing away and days that are uh, gone. And he, here's the thing about these, these gumballs, right? So you see the numbers, and, and, and it's interesting from up here, I can see all this, but from the back, like, you can almost not even see them uh, over here at, at the end. But then you got this jar that's, that's pretty close to full over here. And uh, here's, the, here's the deal with these gumballs. I don't care what kind, what kind of diet you're on, you get a gumball every week. I don't care what your dentist has told you about your teeth. You get a gumball every week. Now, parents, obviously this impacts you, but if you don't have kids, this is still true too. Uh, what we say when we do baby dedications up here is, is we say that we have a covenant with one another, that we as a church will help teach the gospel to the next generation. Psalm chapter 145 says, One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. Oh, on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works, I will meditate. They shall speak of the might of your awesome deeds and I will declare your greatness. They shall pour forth the fame of your abundant goodness and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. Is that how you commend the, the works of God to, the, to another generation? Whether you have children or not, whether you have children still in Providence Kids or in uh, Providence Students or not, it's still our task as a church, and that is the covenant that we make with parents to say, we will commend God to your children. We have covenanted in that way with one another. It is part of what we do as a church. And we, e e each of us, Specifically in the children's ministry, talking about Providence Kids, you get a gumball, whether you want a gumball or not. That gumball will end up on the wall of gum, on your child's wall of gum, on your own personal wall of gum. 
But you have a choice what you can do with that gumball. So I, I've got like the old-fashioned gumball machine here, right? You've seen the, you know, the old-fashioned gumball? I'm not going to lie. When, when I saw this and I, and I see this, I think it's a way for somebody to make money, right? But that's not originally how these were designed. These are designed to be what? A bank. They're designed to be a bank. And so you put a coin in and you turn it and you get a gumball out. And you get this gumball, and here's the deal. You get this gumball whether you want it or not. You chew the gum, it goes on the gum wall. Whether you want it or not, you get it. Now, the question is, will you invest something that stays forever, or will you just waste it and put it on the wall and it be gone? Now, I'm going to ask you that as a church. I'll ask you that as parents at home as well. This has been tremendously convicting for me over the last couple of months as I've thought through this and considered this. What do I do with the weeks for my kids? I've got a, four, I've got a, a fourth grader and a seventh grader. That weighs on me a lot. That is heavy for me to look at. It's probably heavy for you to look at too. The intent here is not to make you cry. It's not what we're trying to do. Simply to number our days. And so my question is, this week is coming, whether you want it to or not. What is your plan this week to invest and to put a coin in or not? Put a coin in here and save a little bit more. Will you just take one for free and it be gone? Or will you invest and have something left over? And like Jessica said, sometimes God is sovereign in all of this. We can't, we can't make promises that we can't keep. But sometimes those gumballs, one of those that you get is forever. The flavor doesn't run out on that one. It's eternal. So whenever we ask, hey, would you like to help and be a part of Providence Kids? We're not asking you to come babysit once a month. We can, we can find somebody to pay for that. We're not asking you to, 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 to come and just fill a spot. We're asking you to put a, a, a couple of coins in here beyond your own children or, or children that you may not have. But to, to invest in other people's children. To invest and to, to, to put money away of things that are of eternal value. So yeah, we need people to help, but we're not asking to fill a spot. We're asking you to invest. To invest in this church, to invest in these kids, to invest in your friends' children, to invest in those that are around you. Listen, if you'll invest in my kids, I'll love you way more than if you'll invest in me. This is what we are here for. So these gumballs will remain up here for a little while, and then they're going to go out there on the wall. And every time you walk into this church, you will see these gumballs. And my hope is that with kids and with your own life, you will take that. You will meditate on that. You will count your days that you may have a heart of wisdom. So we're going to sing a few more songs.
These gumballs are going to sit up here. Feel free just to take a look. Take a picture. Let it, let it settle in. Take a gumball on your way out. Consider what it is that God would have you to do to invest. Will you pray with me? Father, this morning, the weight of our days, days that we don't even know. There's gumballs in here, but we're not promised any of them. Father, the weight of that is heavy upon us this morning. May it not be a weight of condemnation for us, but Father, use it to spur us on, to commend your works to another generation, to make your deeds known to those that would come behind us, to make your name great. Father, that is the heart of what we do here, is that your name would be made great. Father, I pray for these workers as they answer these massive questions, as they consider these things that that children will ask, that they would not be dismissive, that they would not think, oh, that's cute, but that they would, exactly as it says in Mark chapter 10, that they would recognize that they too must come to you as like a little child. Humble us, convict us. Father, we pray, don't condemn us. Spur us on to good works that we may make your name great. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. If you would stand with us again as we sing this morning. Tony said we have a few more songs. We have one more, just so you know. You are welcome to come up and do one after this. (laughs) Sing with us this morning. Like radiant diamonds bursting inside us, we cannot contain. Your love will surely come find us like blazing wildfire, singing your name. God of mercy, sweet love of mine, I have surrendered to your design, and may this offering stretch across the skies, and these hallelujahs. Be multiplied. 
Sing your love. Your love is like radiant diamonds bursting inside us. We cannot contain. Your love will surely come find us like blazing wildfire singing your name God of mercy sweet love of mine I have surrendered to your design and may this offering stretch across the sky and these hallelujahs be multiplied. And God of mercy, sweet love of mine, have surrendered to your design and may this offering stretch across the sky and these hallelujahs be multiplied sing God of mercy God of mercy sweet love of mine I have surrendered to your design and may this offering stretch across the sky and these hallelujahs be more these hallelujah be Uh, again for being here now if you've got kids and you go to get your kids right now you may walk in